Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in for another episode of In My Drafts. I thought a lot about what type of episode I wanted to release this week as I reflected on this difficult time that the world is facing as we fight this novel COVID-19. And originally I had planned to share a little bit about Danish culture and something that they embrace called huga. As I put some thought into it, I realized that I can apply what I wanted to share about this Danish word, huga, to this really unique time of quarantine and social distancing that we're living right now, and how huga can help make staying in more bearable and even a little more enjoyable for those who find themselves feeling a little bit restless during this time. So first, of course, I need to start off by explaining what huga even is. This is a Danish word. It's spelled H-Y-G-G-E. And huga can perhaps be best translated to a sense of safety, coziness, and home. It's a word that is pretty tricky to describe because it's something that you feel. I first started to learn about Huga when I read a book called The Little Book of Huga, written by a guy named Mike Viking, who is the CEO of an independent think tank called the Happiness Research Institute. And here they focus on studying well-being, happiness, and quality of life of citizens across the world. So I'd like to read a few quotes from Mike's book that help convey what Huga is all about. Perhaps this will be an easier way for me to introduce you to this. So the first quote is, Huga is about an atmosphere and an experience rather than about things. It's about being with the people we love, a feeling of home, a feeling that we are safe, that we are shielded from the world and allow ourselves to let our guard down. You may be having an endless conversation about the small or big things in life or just be comfortable in each other's silent company, or simply just be by yourself enjoying a cup of tea. Quote number two, Huga is humble and slow. It is choosing rustic over new, simple over posh, and ambiance over excitement. And the last quote, more so how someone described Huga, to them Huga was socializing for introverts. For me personally, huga is when I look outside my window at the rain while sipping on a favorite tea or listening to my favorite acoustic songs, especially Ed Sheeran. It's when I gather with a small group of close friends and lose track of time and conversation and playing board games. Shout out to my escargot group. Huga is when I watch a movie with my family as we're in pajamas and wrapped in warm blankets. It's certain specific moments tied to fond memories that always give me that same feeling that I now can no longer describe as anything other than huga. So while huga can seem to be abstract at first, the little book of huga explains that it involves all five senses of smell, sight, touch, taste, and sound, and it actually adds a sixth sense, which is safety. So Just to kind of further explain this, here are some examples for each. Taste. The tastes of huga are familiar, sweet, and comforting. It's when you add honey to a cup of tea, it's adding icing to a cake, or when you add wine to a stew. 
Sound. Huga sounds like crackles of burning wood, raindrops on a roof, wind blowing outside the window, trees waving in the wind, or creaks of wooden planks when you walk on them. Smell. Huga are those smells that provoke strong feelings of security and comfort, like a bakery or the smell of cooking, of memories like the familiar scent of your parents' house. Feel. Huga is running your fingers across a wooden surface, a warm ceramic cup, a soft blanket. Sight. Huga is soft lighting in a room that is not too bright. It's a candlelit dinner. It is dimmed, rustic, and slow. And the sixth sense, huga, is about feeling safe. Hence, huga is an indication that you trust the ones that you are with and where you are. So now that you hopefully understand what huga is a little bit better, I'd like to share how you can apply it while still practicing social distancing from the rest of the world. Quick disclaimer, there are several ways to experience huga in the outdoors, at work, and when gathered with more people, but for today, I'm going to keep it relevant to this time of quarantine that we are all living in. So number one, huga when you're all alone. One example of doing this is making yourself a space in your home that feels calming and comforting, whether that be your bedroom or a little nook nook a little nook by a window or fireplace there's actually a word for this in danish as well it's based on the word huga um forgive my pronunciation danish is pretty hard but um they call this a huga krog uh, you spell it h y g g e k r o g so creating this little huga krog um space for you is as simple as adding a candle a soft blanket some chill background beats that you can listen to and then having an activity to focus on while you're sitting there like reading writing or drawing number two experiencing huga online with friends so maybe you want to celebrate something with a friend but you can't physically meet them right now so take advantage of facetime or some form of video calling so you can try making your favorite drinks and snacks together and enjoying them in celebration together from your homes of course so this way you're involving your senses of taste and smell even though you're physically apart number three Huga with roommates or family that you live with. So have a good old-fashioned board game night. The little book of Huga actually talks about this and describes board games as a social activity where you create common memories and strengthen bonds and that there's a tangibility and a slowness to the activity that makes it essentially very Huga. And number four Huga for anyone, whether you're alone or with someone else. My recommendation would be to embrace getting fresh air. Embrace anything having to do with access to nature. So of course, if you're stuck on strict quarantine, you can't leave your house, but open a window, get some sunlight in, get that fresh breeze in. It's starting to get really nice outside, spring's coming, and so hopefully it's not too cold and you can consider doing this. But if you're not on strict quarantine, 
but still trying to practice social distancing, try dusting off an old bike and riding them around your neighborhood. My brother and I actually just did this today for the first time in literally so many years, and it felt really nostalgic and reawakening. And not to mention, I did feel this sense of sort of camaraderie when passing other bike riders that I noticed from a distance that also decided to come out and ride around my neighborhood. So that was kind of a cool experience. Another way to experience huga in nature is by going on a walk somewhere. Of course, during this time, somewhere preferably uncrowded and at least six part or six feet apart from people. Um, but the point is to go out on this walk to pay attention to the trees, the sounds, the smells. Really, just trying to notice spring's arrival. Currently, I'm reading. Mike Viking's second book. It's titled The Little Book of Luca, where Luca means happiness in Danish. And the book mentions something called Shinrin Yoku, which I've learned is a Japanese word that literally translates to forest bathing or taking in the atmosphere of the forest. So it's known as a means of nature therapy, so to say, that promotes physiological and psychological health. So I really think that the Japanese are onto something here that can especially be helpful during these times where it is easier to feel a sense of disconnect, of uncertainty and fear. It's just something about being in nature that helps reset us and keep us calm, relaxed, and hopeful. So those were just some simple ways that you can apply huga right now. And if this is something that you've enjoyed briefly learning about, I would highly recommend checking out the Little Book of Huga and the Little Book of Luca. They're both quick and pleasant reads that have deepened my admiration and respect for Danish and Scandinavian culture overall. I really hope to make more episodes like this one where I share something that I love and find interesting about a different culture. I think that we can all benefit from learning more about how the rest of the world works and what they value. And before I end this episode, just as a nurse myself, I want to say thank you so much to everyone who has been doing their absolute best to practice social distancing as we fight to minimize the spread of this virus that is harming so many around the world. It's been a, quite a difficult past few weeks for everyone, to say the least, but I do have faith in the power of community and that in supporting each other in whatever ways we can, we're going to get through this. So until next time, stay healthy, everyone.